When the old Datsun 120Y that belonged to his late father is about to be sold, a teenage boy takes his younger brother and cousin out for a final road trip. This is the start of Datsun, the latest short film by Kiwi Mark Alberston. Well, things quickly spiral out of control, drugs, explosions and a high-speed chase. Datsun's picked up awards at overseas festivals and won People's Choice at last year's COVID-affected New Zealand International Film Festival. Well, now it's about to be shown as part of the Show Me Shorts Festival. Mark's two previous films, Run in 2007, followed by The $6.50 Man, each received a special distinction at Cannes. His first feature, The Well-Received Shopping, came out in 2013. Well, he talks about directing and co-writing the script for Datsun. Well, my neighbour's car zooms off from here every day. I hear it every morning because it's such a, a loud beast. He, he sort of souped up the engine a little bit too because he's a bit of a... Um, well, he races that car, actually. So he's my neighbour, and uh, we wrote a film called Datsun, and it just so happened that my neighbour had one, So and he had a 120Y, which was cool. Uh, to, to begin with, we wrote about a 180B, which is the same uh, Datsun that my old school teacher used to have. Yeah, that's how I found the car. It was right next door. <laughs> you can't beat the Datsun 120Y. Now, it's had a bit of a life no. itself, though, hasn't it? Um, something was found in the, uh, in the uh, compartment. Yeah, some, uh, some shotgun shells were found in, in the, yeah, in, inside the bodywork because uh, my friend, like I said, he's a bit of a car fan, so he's getting it done, done up after. I don't think it was because we trashed it when we were filming it, but um, he was going to get it done up anyway. But So the panel beater had the grinder out and then all these and four shotgun cartridges fell out the bottom of it so it was uh we didn't realize that obviously when we were filming because we had kids in the car and we had a we had a special pod system on the roof so when we were driving the when 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 it looked like the kids were driving the car we actually had a stunt going on the roof the uh guy that was working on the car thought they might have been there for 20 years yeah were you tapping into anything from your own life or anything that you had had heard because it's it's just such a i was gonna say a beautiful story it kind of is Thank you. Um, I suppose, well, I've got young teenagers at the moment. As your kids get older and they go through different stages of life, they remind you of times that you've had at the same age. And so it's kind of inspired on, on a lot of stuff that sort of I remembered when my kids got to the same age, you know, 13, 14. So what they're going through at that age now isn't too dissimilar to what was happening, you know, back then for us when, when I was going through the same sort of ages you sort of realise a whole lot of adult stuff, even though you're sort of trapped in a teenage body. And um, half of you still really uh, still a kid and the other half of you wants to be like 30. So, um, yeah, it's a really interesting time. And good stories require a bit of conflict and challenge. So it's like, uh, you know, it's really interesting to write about that sort of time. I mean, this is a family under pressure. You don't dwell on the death of the dad, but we know that he has died. Uh, his wife is planning to sell the old Datsun. And this, and she wouldn't have anticipated it at all, but it is causing distress for her, her eldest boy. 
Yeah, and I guess that's another thing, like, as adults, you know, kids are really good at sort of pushing their emo emotions down away from uh, what they give away or what they choose to to let on um, and affects kids, you know, a lot of stuff affects kids more than what you, what you think. And I suppose it comes out in really unexpected ways. I'm, I'm really interested in that side of things. An earlier film that I made called The $6.50 Man was kind of had similar themes where, you know, it was about kids hiding how they were feeling and being a little bit misunderstood, I guess. And this is kind of similar. You're very good at casting, I mean, through your short films and your feature film, but how did you find these three boys? Because they're fantastic. Well, it was funny because it was um, lockdown and we had to make a film and it was coming up towards the end of the year and we planned on making it earlier, like about three or four months earlier, but we couldn't do it because of, of lockdown and everything. So I ended up casting over Facebook and just with the lead in the, in the film, uh, Matt, he's... Uh, or Mickey Finn, he's he's been a friend of my son's for many years. I always thought he'd be a great character to have, to have in a film, so I can, I always keep my eye out. But the and the other two were just cast on Facebook, really, and through a casting agent that I use in Auckland sometimes for ads. They have to work, you know. They're kind of locked in this car together for quite a big chunk of the film, and it's the dynamics between yeah. them, different personalities. Yeah, it's funny too because I, I had planned on doing a lot more rehearsal with them, but they literally did get thrown in the car together because we just, again, because of COVID, we didn't really have too much time to prep or rehearse. So, and usually I'm quite big on rehearsals, but we didn't we didn't do that with this with this film. So, yeah, they did really well. They're great, all great kids. So, you know, they sort of took each scene as it came, and particularly the young fella Tate, he was he was really good, and he just grew, and every scene he sort of grew as we were shooting. The cool thing was that he came with the mullet. The mullet was, uh, he'd already been growing that for some time, so we didn't have to we didn't have to put a stitch on or anything. You know, one of the, the late scenes for, for Mickey, and I, I won't give it away, but it's really, you know, it's physically and emotionally a very intense moment for him. And you said before, you know, you're obviously getting to such natural performances out of them, but how do you prepare somebody for that? Because it, it's kind of jaw-dropping when you watch it. It's feels so real, as I say, physically, emotionally, so intense. It's a tricky one, eh, because you have to do it in a, in a safe way. So um, I think the trick is when you're working with, well, these guys are all street cast, so, you know, apart from the guy that plays Howie in the movie, Billy, he, he, he's done a bit of Shortland Street and things, but he probably had less emotional work to do than, than Mickey, um, who's never been on camera before. But it's about picking stuff uh in their lives that they sort of can tap into that um are, you know safe safe things so the first thing is you work out what the parameters are for safety and and what they're prepared to share i always share stories about myself first you know stuff that means a lot to me we sit down in a sort of group situation and go around the circle and talk about you know life mums dads brothers sisters you know and that usually sort of gives you a cue as to things that sort of connect with them or make them feel a certain way. And so once they trust that you can share stuff about yourself, then they share stuff about themselves. But I always make sure that it's safe things. And then once we've worked out what the parameters are and what's safe and what's not, then we sort of chip away. And um, getting them to connect with the real moment in the scene that they're playing. So, you know, you know, this is quite a heavy scene, but, you know, uh, so for instance, I think Nikki Cairo, she used the death of a cat with 
with with with her lead and her movie. So it's you know it just depends on what's safe and or there could just be an idea of something rather than something real. And it doesn't matter whether you're whether you're an, an actor that's been around the traps and done lots of work or whether you're a street cast performer or someone that's been pulled in to do something on screen. Um, you, it's the people that can access all of that real stuff and bring it to the screen that sort of, um, I think, sets, sets um, really good actors apart from, from others. The, the Six Dollar Fifty Man you mentioned before, that was around about 2010, 20, uh, 2007, uh, your first short film run, uh, and then 2013, your feature film Shopping. I'm not sure how often that filmmakers like to work both with short films and features, but what's brought you back to the short film? Well, it's funny because I, I've had a big gap from the feature film that I did together with my my mate Louis years ago, and I've been doing a lot of commercials, and I just wanted to get back into doing some drama before I, I've written a feature based on the world that is in the short film. I wrote this film together with a guy in, in New York that I sort of connected with, and we wrote together... And we wrote a, you know, we wrote, wrote a longer film and then came back to a short film just as a, a way to sort of, I don't know, get my muscles working again because it's been so long. And I just remember when I'd made the feature film, we spent so long writing that, that when we actually got onto set and started shooting it, um, I'd forgotten quite a bit of the stuff that um, you, need to rem- <laughs> you need to remember. So it took me about three or four weeks to, to remember uh, exactly how things rolled on a, on a drama shoot. So... I just wanted to make a short and then and then try and jump jump into the feature. I've just finished a, the draft of the feature script. We've sort of gone it's gone through about three or four, you know, three drafts already, and I've just I've just gone and done a third draft. So hopefully I can get that in and get it fun and hopefully get it made sooner rather than later while I remember everything that I learned to get on my short. Those years that you've spent working, say, on things like commercials, and that again is not uncommon for filmmakers to to you know, be in both of those career areas, you know they are um, they are related. Yeah. But has has that honed your skills? I mean, when you look at um, debts and do you and you compare it, say, with Run, do you see a change in style, or do you think you found your voice as a filmmaker pretty early? I don't think my voice has changed too much from the early days, from Run to the Six Dollar Fifty Man to. That's and I mean in the early uh, those first two or three films again I I was co-directing or working together with my friend uh, Louis who had come through drama school and so he was working uh, a lot with the cast so now I'm sort of more hands-on with the cast uh, or I'd, I'd work with the cast myself I do lots of that in commercials anyway I suppose uh, and a lot of my commercials are sort of character driven so yeah I love it so it sort of finds its way into the feature. But there's just sort of other things you have to think about with a feature too. Like you just have less time than you do on commercials to make make stuff. You know, we I think we made this 15-minute film in five or six days and sometimes, you know, a 60-second ad you'll make for three days or four days, depending. Well, Datsun's off to a good start, won People's Choice at the uh, film festival. It's actually been around the world, so it's been it's won uh, best film in Mexico at a festival over there. It's won um, best director at another festival. I think that was in Italy. It's just won best cinematography again at another Italian festival. Yeah, so people seem to be appreciating overseas. In fact, uh, it's Oscar accredited now, so that's cool. And so no, it's got it's uh, started off at the New Zealand International Film Festival. 
where it got people's choice and then it's been around the world and it's come back and now it's going to be showing and um and show me shorts which is really cool because when it did play at the festival it was great but um again because of covid it really only had a few showings and everyone was wanting to watch it but it sort of only had a few showings and it only with half audiences because of covid there's only every fourth seat or something could be filled yeah so it's going to be showing in auckland for the first time in the cinema finally all the people that made the film again just because of covid we haven't had a cast and crew screening we're going to be doing that at the show me shorts festival so that'll be cool so on the 19th of october when it plays in auckland uh, the cast and crew will be there, so that'll be good. Mark Elberston, Datsun will show in the sampler section of the 17th Show Me Shorts Festival on Nationwide from the 7th of October.